special lords of grantham podcast we're going back into the squared circle it's the mixed match challenge number two what kind of odd upstairs and downstairs pairing will move through the brackets to win the sybil crawley memorial cup let's find out this week on the lords of grantham podcast I hear voices crying, I see heroes dying, I taste blood that's trying, I feel tension rising. I hear voices in my head, they count to me, they understand, they talk to me, they talk to me. We are back. Round two. Oh, yeah. Feel it. Mixed match challenge. This has been a long time coming. Yeah. I mean, we had to kind of wait for the Down Abbey uh, character uh, well to restock, mm-hmm. you know, to make up for uh, some of the dearly departed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matthew, Sybil. Uh, well, Sybil's in our champions boy. She is. For those so that might not remember, mm-hmm. Mr. Bates and Lady Sybil won our last mixed match challenge. Mm-hmm. So they are in the champion's wing. Sybil's ghost is hovering with Mr. Bates. Yeah. For the people who didn't listen last time, can you explain the rules again of how this works? Okay. So in the WWE, there's this fun thing called the Mixed Match Challenge that's available on Facebook Watch for those that do that. Not and, sponsored. We're, yeah, not we're, sponsored. We're not being sponsored. Um, and what it is is they take a male superstar and a female superstar that might not get along or might get along great. There's some husband and wife duos, but there's also some very unique pairings that come together and clash against other random pairings and it's a tournament Mm -hmm. so we have eight teams of downtown upstairs and downtown downstairs people thrown together Mm -hmm. and we're judging this match these matches based on three criteria Mm -hmm. individual success how good are they on their own Mm -hmm. compatibility Mm -hmm. do we have ourselves like Alana and Rusev, a husband and wife? Or yep. do we have like The Miz and Asuka, two little oddballs that might be really good on their own, but surprisingly work well together? Or is it so like R Truth and Carmella? Are they just a mess? Yeah. That's compatibility. And third, the X Factor. Mm-hmm. With O'Brien out of the picture, her X Factor, she murdered a baby. <laughs> That's true. So Are they X- capable of murder? Yeah. An X Factor, you know, a. Uh, Money in the Bank briefcase in wrestling. That's an X factor that'll propel you to the next level. Natural yeah. size. Mm-hmm. You know? And so we organize this based on the current cast of characters. So there isn't any Richard Carlisle's on the board. There isn't any Bates' ex-wife or anything like that. Vera. She's not on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is... Well, she would be a neither upstairs nor downstairs. That's true. She's an outsider. So, so But this is season four, episode four, people who are on the show right now. Yeah, and we posted this uh, empty bracket on Instagram, so... We have two divisions here, two sides to this. We have the Haxby side mm-hmm. and the Dunneagle side. Okay. And I'll break down the Haxby side, and you can break down the Dunneagle side before we get started. Where is Haxby at? Haxby is the house that Richard Carlisle and Lady Mary purchased. And we Dunneagle is where the Highlands is at. Yep, that's in the Highlands. That's Shrimpy's house. The bagpipe mm, at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yep. So, Haxby bracket. Round mm. one. Lady Mary and Mrs. Patmore versus... Violet, the Dowager Countess, 
and the pretty boy Jimmy. Ooh. Match number two, Lady Edith and Mr. Mosley huh. versus the Sons of Anarchy, Brand's son and Carr's son. Oh, boy. Um, on the Dunningle side, we have in our first matchup, Robert and Robert Lord Grantham and Mrs. Hughes. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And then they will be going up against uh, Cora, Robert's wife, and, and Barrow, Thomas Barrow. Oof. That's going to be hotly debated. And then the other matchup is Lady Rose and Daisy. Versus, uh, before we do that, the winner of our contest, the winner of the Downton Abbey ornament, suggested the final team here. Yeah. It's, so who is it? It's Lady Rose and Daisy versus Isabel and Anna. Wow. Thank and you, Downton Sweet Downton. Downton for... Sweet Downton is the sponsor of that match. Yeah, they direct message me uh, with that suggestion. They run a fantastic Instagram account. If you don't follow it, you should follow it if you want some humor in your life. Yeah, but... some very good uh, Downton memes. Yeah. I love them. They're great. Very saucy. We don't know their, the individual who runs its name. No clue. But that's Downton Sweet Downton. Love them. Mm. Good people. Yeah. And uh, I ordered myself one of these Downton Christmas ornaments and I unboxed my own yesterday. How does it look? You were there. It looks beautiful. It, it did. It looks beautiful. I can't wait to see it throughout the season at your humble abode. Yeah. I mean, my Christmas tree goes in our little podcast room. So Yeah. Yeah. Because cats don't like Christmas trees and I don't like cats being around my podcast. Yeah. So. But before we get to this Mixed mix Mess Challenge, we should introduce a special guest we have here today. Yeah, because you see, if the both of us don't agree, mm-hmm. how do we solve this dispute? Yeah. We need our tiebreaker. Last time it was our attorney. The oh, man yeah. of the law, Kevin. Uh, legal counsel. Yep. And we said, no, you yeah. cannot come back. Yeah, You're a two-time guest. So we much. brought on our aquatics expert. Yeah. Straight out of the Mystic Aquarium in Mystic, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. The greatest aquarium in the Northeast. Yeah. It, if, you, if you don't know Mystic Aquarium, you may know the movie Mystic Pizza, starring Julia Roberts from the 80s. If you don't know Mystic Aquarium, you may know it from the Vampire Weekend song, Walcott. They reference Mystic Aquarium in that Mystic, one. It's a Mystic, fa- no, no, Mystic, Mystic Seaport. Yeah, Mystic the, Seaport. Either so way, it's a fist. Aquatic, our, our aquatic expert. It's a famous area. It's a famous area, and he's not that famous, but he's from a famous area. He will be. Uncle Alec is here. Yeah. Pleasure to be here. Hey. Oh, man. So He's an OG fan, too. Yeah. D- Dave, you and Alec go way back. Yeah, I've known you, Corey, for 20, 26, 27 years. We're 30 now. When we were four years old, we met. Yeah, and I met Alec when I was like three. So right, there you go. Alec's got a year. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I, OG. 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 Long time friends here. All right, do we want yeah. to jump into this round one? Alec, wait, can you say anything oh. about your expertise on Downton Abbey? Yeah. Okay. I have, I have not seen uh, the show since, when did it end, 2015? Yeah, 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 right. 2015. So uh, I've seen every episode, mm-hmm. and I got in from the season one Okay. Um, because of a YouTube show called The Totally Rad Show, hmm. which uh, was three guys. One of them was the director of 10 Cloverfield Lane, Dan Trachtenberg. Oh, that's a good movie. Uh, um, great movie. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, they just discussed a bunch of pop culture and they covered Downton Abbey and I, I'm an Anglophile. Mm-hmm. So uh, I decided to start watching it and do you have it, any was, favorite, it was great. Do you have any favorite characters from the show? Favorite characters? Um, Honestly, I I really do like uh, the complexity of uh, Barrow, of Thomas Barrow. Oh, Ooh. He's a, he's but um, a... I really wanted to say one thing about how this is all mm-hmm. done. So, how, how do you judge the the success? Because aren't some of the characters sort of meant to be unsuccessful on purpose? Well, you know what? We'll be the judge of that. Some wrestlers are meant to be unsuccessful, and you know what? They don't win. Yeah, 
Right. And we should clarify, these pairings were made randomly. Uh, yeah, this of, is all random. We didn't pick these We pulled teams. out of a Frisbee, actually. Out of yeah. a Frisbee. Okay, I was gonna, yeah. that was actually my second question. Was well, it was a Frisbee and a, mo- a Money in the Bank briefcase lunchbox. Yeah. Fair enough. But we're very grateful you took the time away from the Mystic Seaport to come be here. He doesn't work at the Seaport. Or the Air Aquarium. <laughs> for Mystic. For being in right. Mystic. For Mystic Pizza. And uh, Mystic Pizza, by the way, Matt Damon's first role. Oh, really? Yeah. Was he a child in that? He was a, he was a boy, yes. Oh, huh. <laughs> Okay. Wow, very cool. Well, thanks for that tri- yeah, trivia no problem. There. Oh, right. before we jump into this, yeah, we are officially backed on Patreon, baby. Oh, yeah? Yeah, man. Who? So the Lords of Grantham Anonymous. The Lords of Grantham <laughs> Lounge is open for business. Nice. You got four quarters you want to give away every month? You can talk to us in our private lounge. I, you know, like the the Sarah McLaughlin ads with like the pets or like the hair lip the ones. dying dogs yeah yeah let's do just two thirty year old white men in Beats headphones like for for twenty five cents in a, the arms a of week, an angel <laughs> you can keep this podcast afloat even though it's gonna stay afloat whether or not you do it would just help it would help better better quality uh, equipment and everything here yeah more giveaways our children that we'll have in the future. Okay, bring in the bring in yeah. the children in. Yeah, it. yeah. In the arms they'll, of they'll an appreciate angel. It. Yeah, but in the arms of the devil lies the fight. Okay, let's get to it. Yeah, round one. Mm-hmm. Lady Mary and Patmore versus the Dowager, Violet and mm. Jimmy. Okay, let's talk about Lady Mary and Mrs. Patmore. I feel like this is a very unique pairing. You never see them interact much. Yeah, Cora seems to be the the bridge from upstairs mm-hmm. to downstairs of the Patmore. Yeah. But compatibility, I don't think they're not compatible. They're not incompatible. I don't see where where their commonality is, though, exactly. Patmore is a do-it-herself, go-for-it type. Mary is very much hands-off, let everyone else do it. I'm just going to be, you know... But we're seeing Mary in this season be much more hands-on. true. Mary's in a resurgence. Yeah, and she may need Patmore to help make some food, I guess. Mary... Mary people is- coming over. Who would, who would Mary be compared to in the the World Wrestling Entertainment roster? Who's somebody that's Oh, she's been, on Alexa Bliss. She's yeah, okay. A little yeah. passive aggressive, not you know, yeah. slow burn now kind of owning herself. Yeah, exactly. Following a big loss. Mhm. And Patmore is uh Patmore is like Rhino. No, she's Rikishi. A, she's a Tamina. <laughs> she's a Rikishi. She's Tamina. <laughs> yeah. She does the work. <laughs> I like the idea of her being Rikishi. <laughs> a bad man. Okay. A bad, bad man. Okay. Just Google search any of these references that we're making fast here to wrestling if you don't follow. If, I mean, if you're in this far, just. You know, they're all people. Google search Rikishi. We did it last time. <laughs> they're all people. <laughs> yeah. So Violet and Jimmy. Okay, I could see Violet being a little hot for Jimmy, and Jimmy being a little hot for Violet. I could see there being an attraction he does, he here. He did send a Valentine to his old employer. Yeah, I could see them being like a good, like a sneaky uh, May December relationship here between a seventy eight year old woman <laughs> and a twenty year old boy. He's a flirt, a boy man. Yeah, Jimmy's got the moves. He's man. a flirt. Okay, you the Dowager's got some uh, got some cash. So there's yeah. is there an X factor here? I think Mary's newly found gusto. Mm-hmm. Is an X factor. Yeah, but at the same time, we see Patmore struggling with these new electric uh, equipments and everything. Like she, she doesn't want to use a stirrer, you know, a yeah. mixer. Fair, fair, fair. So there's a little bit of like her holding on to old things, whereas Mary's looking to move forward. And we know that Jimmy is a little ruthless and a little forward, and the Dowager is she, the queen of the quips. Yeah, she makes all the money moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll say what they mean. They, they don't care. Uh, I guess Mary does. You know the 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 Dowager's like the million dollar man Ted DiBiase. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah. got a price. You know the other thing too is like you know Pat Moore tried to keep a lid on the whole Jimmy and Ivy situation, 
But what happened? They ended up snogging in the foot, uh, the shoe room. So you know, yeah, you can't. Patmore doesn't have one over on Jimmy. He's going to get snog if he wants to snog. So are you thinking what I'm thinking? And also, Violet owns Mary. She's her mother, and she had the or grandmother. grandma, grandmother, and she had to remind her a couple times, like, "I'm your grandma. You know that." I'm th- so with that being said, are we in agreement? I think so. Violet and Jimmy. <laughs> what do you think, Alec? I actually agree. He well, he his opinion doesn't matter if we agree. That's true. We are. I figured lord. I'd say it anyway. We are. We are the lords, and you are. I'm a the aquatic man. What's what's below a lord? A, a valet. A count. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, they're Count Dooku. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> All so right. now we go. Do we want to move over to the Dunneagle bracket for the next round? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, who do we got? You start in the lower left corner here. Sure. Uh, we got Rose and Daisy against the fan submitted Isabel and Anna. So let's start with Rose and Daisy. Uh, Rose, she's she's the new hot coming in hot rookie yeah, yeah. of the year. Uh, she's making moves. She goes to London. She gets in a couple parties, a, l- a few scuffles over her because she's so, whoo. Uh, yeah, that was a little hot. Yeah, whew. she's a she's a little firecracker. Yeah, yeah. No, people like to get drunk around her, and then like she almost gets embarrassed because we saw that with the Irishman. Mm-hmm. They got drunk around her. We saw it this past week with that guy getting with, drunk. Uh, and then... What uh, what's his name? It's the name from Batman. Oh yeah, whatever Jack, his name is. Yeah, yeah. But Jack Ross had the saver. Yeah. So, uh, so Rose is getting all the attention, but Daisy isn't getting any attention. Bullock is his name. Is Bullock? Oh yeah, Bullock. That, Bullock wants. Rose. What is that from Batman? There's a tech, detective Bullock is like the sloppy fat cop. <laughs> in the movies? No, in the animated series. Oh okay. <laughs> deep pull, man. I don't, I don't know that one. Yeah, was no, a deep you cut. would know Bullock if you watched that. Either show. way, but Daisy is not getting any attention. Rose is getting all the attention. But Daisy, I think Daisy has a lot of influence on the dl and she has come she has endured yeah a lot of heartache da- daisy is like the cruiserweight roster where yeah. it's like she's still there she's still doing good she's work, hanging tough and she, she we just don't see it she also is due to inherit a bunch of land or whatever from uh william oh since he passed um but i, I just think daisy's thirsty whereas rose is satiate, satiated um so does that make for a good pair? I think that makes for a good Yin pair. Yeah, a little bit. It's like, you go do this stuff. I'm just going to get all the tension over here. I'll go. elevate you to my level. Yeah. And we'll succeed Daisy, together. go take a business over there. Yeah. Okay, and so we're against... I'm perplexed as why Downton Sweet Downton would pick Isabel. Because we're not the biggest fans She's of... She's a wet uh, rag. Isabel? I don't... Wet rag is not the right word. She's very self-righteous. Yeah. That's, I mean, this, she's always <laughs> a, a down... Like, she always, like, kind of tempers out, like, what's exciting or fun. It's like, oh, come on, Isabel. Um... Yeah, but she she's Anna. Anna as a character is great. Yeah, yeah. Isabel she... is sort of the knight in shining armor. Mm-hmm. You know, she's perpetually good to the point where it's annoying. Yeah, she's the OG New Day. Yeah, yeah. When she is just over the top, annoyingly positive to the point that we don't like her for it. Yeah, but Anna's just right. Everyone, everyone loves her. Oh, mama. Yeah, she uh, she. They're both powers of good. They're they're putting good vibes out into the world powers of good versus the yin yang mm. satiated versus thirsty but where are you falling i'm thinking i'm thinking rose and daisy because i think daisy wants more in the world and rose hasn't figured out where she falls yet she's going to get hers i feel like isabel is kind of like i don't know she's too she's too busy helping other people to help herself so i could see that being a fault for her you know having to come over these two and Anna is like just as you know busy with Bates as she is with herself. So I, I wonder if the focus of Isabel and Anna will be on winning. You know, 
as opposed to just the rest of they're almost too busy to be compatible with each other. Yeah. 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 Anna's almost Anna's not a charity case. No. Isabel likes broken toys. Yeah. Anna is very independent. They would mm. almost clash, I think. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. Rose, Rose and Daisy. And Daisy. The move flowers it. move forward. Sorry, down suit down. Your your team didn't make it. But enjoy your ornament. Yeah. Send us a picture. Okay. So back to Haxby. Mm-hmm. We have the uh, the Downers versus the Suns. Mm-hmm. Edith and Mosley. Okay. It's that it is a Mosley is the Kurt Hawkins of this. Yeah. The longest losing streak in WWE history. He can't get a win, no matter what. Branson and Carson. Whew. Okay. My sweet lord. Go, go in. Get going on this. It seems like you got some feelings. Well, okay, so as I say this, I immediately realize they are not compatible at all. Carson and Branson? No. No, not Carson at all. hates Branson. Yeah. He resents them for being part of the family. But you know who hated each other? Daniel Bryan and Kane. Team Hell No. <laughs> so you're equating them to Team Hell No? And what happened to Team Hell No? They, they became in... one of the most exciting tag teams of the past. Sheamus and Cesaro, the bar. Yeah. Sometimes... It hatred, take, hatred fuels goals. You're, it, it takes an Irishman and a, a Brit to win over people. Well, I guess it's an Irishman and a Swiss in terms of the case of the bar, but or a guy from hell, yeah, and a goat man from Washington, yeah. Edith and Mosley, though, Edith is on an upswing for sure. Oh, she's got a man, and she, she, go, she oh, she, she got the man. She, who may I don't know. He's going to Germany. Who knows what's going over there in Germany? But so he she's, speaking of thirsty, she's bunch waiting of guys, all alone. Bunch of guys in brown shirts. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, uh, yes. Yeah, this guy may be Sounds, in power uh, soon enough. Who knows? Edith. Well, I don't know about that. Hey yo, uh, not good. Gre- move. You're saying Gregson's going to be in power? Yeah, <laughs> by proxy, Edith. I don't know if it's a good move, but it's a it's a powerful move. She'll uh, be Edith in the Third Reich. Yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> interesting twist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, oh e- yeah. But either way, even if you look at it, Branson and Carson, they're both kind of look... I mean, Carson works downstairs. Branson isn't fully in the family. Edith is definitely in the family. Okay. Edith has some leverage. Uh, and Branson is still kind of finding his voice in the family. Yeah. But the thing is, can Edith over- overcome the distraction that is Mosley? That's the perfect way to describe him. He's a distraction. He d- can't do anything right. He's always running to the manor in a huff. Uh, you know i think branson and carson this is what is it this is the sybil crawley memorial cup yeah the ghost of sybil is with mrs mr bates in the winner's box mm-hmm. they're in the saudi arabia crown jewel recliner chairs in the front row watching yeah i feel like branson the x factor of proving himself and carson's undying loyalty to Downton Abbey pushes them forward into the next round. I think there's going to be some scuffling and fighting with them too. So so what do you think? I, I agree. Branson and Carson. I mean, Edith and Mosley, just on his face, just sounds like a tough I As I was win. picking these names, I was like, okay, these guys are the, this is the, the red shirt. Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. This is the B team. This is Heath Slater and Rhino. Yeah. 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 They got kids. Yep. Not really, but well, who knows? No. Not like it matters, but I actually disagree. You disagree? Really? I do. Let us know. Well, I think that uh, Edith and Mosley are both uh, valiantly struggling at all times. They are scrappers. And I think compared to the stubbornness of uh, Branson, I mean, they Branson eventually gets over a lot of his stubbornness, and Carson does too, to an extent. Mm. But uh, I think uh, you got to give it, give Edith and Mosley some credit for uh, always, always, always striving against the current <laughs> like that. But that's fine. I'm not here to... You know uh, what? 
you got to watch. There's a good WrestleMania ladder match. Right. For the Intercontinental Championship. Right. And a guy named Zack Ryder, a perpetual loser that nobody oh, cares about. Yeah. Great wrestler. Good hand. Been mm-hmm. with the company for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Wins this like eight-man ladder match. Yeah. Everybody goes wild. The moment is great. Yeah. What happens the very next night? He loses the title because his father interferes. Yeah. Which sounds like mostly... His father interferes and the Miz's wife gets in with it with his father. Lost. Perfect analog to Mosley, who always is in the shadow yeah, of his so own we father. See, we see that that a moment of of clarity in a cloudy atmosphere might be memorable, but where's Zack Ryder now? Yeah. He's I, on main event on Hulu. He's not on Raw, that's for sure. Fair enough. But let's get back to Dunneagle. We got Robert and Hughes versus Cora and Barrow. Now this is the match. Yeah, this is a this is a hefty one because uh, Hughes is so important to the house. She makes the she greases the oil the engines downstairs. She greases the engines. Hughes, you know. And Barrow is very important. He's the wrench in the the engines downstairs. So this is almost perfect. This is per- well. Hughes never really clashes directly with Barrow though. No, he's kind of the perpetual bad guy, and she's the perpetual good guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cora, she can shut down Robert when she wants to. If we remember back in season three after Robert completely botched the whole uh, civil situation having the baby, Cora just stopped talking to him altogether, and he was a man adrift. But Cora, in fairness, is like a featherweight. Like, she doesn't do anything. She made Robert a lonesome man, though, for a good period That's of time. That's true. But, you know, Lord Grantham, you know, he went for Jane. Don't forget, in our power rankings... Robert Grantham also had the biggest L last season, uh, just from uh, just losing power over the house oh, to yeah, squandering right. funds. Um, I feel like Hughes would be so busy trying to keep Robert in check with his terrible money management uh, that it would be like its own like problem in and of itself. But we got to think for a second. Cora loved O'Brien, right? And O'Brien turned on Barrow. Yeah. So there's a little. And the thing is, Barrow knows about oh, but, the baby. But I, as far as compatibility is concerned, yeah, Barrow, Barrow, he does not know about the baby. Yeah, he knows the key, the catchphrase, oh. her ladyship soap. Right. Cora and Barrow, remember Nanny West? Yeah. How did she get fired? Because Barrow, that's right. They worked together to get her fired. Hmm. Rightfully so, I might add. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, Nanny West Hughes is such an important part of downstairs. That I feel like Barrow can never match her power. He can never get anything by her, if, even if he tried. You know. Mm-hmm. So what do you? Where are you leaning? I feel like Cora is over Robert, but Hughes is over Barrow. So you gotta, you gotta pick. Well, since we are the Lords of Grantham, I feel like I, we have to side with Robert, Lord of Earl of Grantham. Well, I side with Cora and Barrow. Whoa. Well, this is why this is why we brought you here. This is where the big boys play. <laughs> right. Well, uh, that's the adjective there. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I believe, um, in my opinion, Robert uh, is actually kind of an overrated character. Whoa! I don't, whoa. I'm bringing the heat. Explain the, bringing explain the heat. Explain the sriracha you're putting on uh, there. I don't think he changes enough throughout the show. Mm-hmm. And I think that because he's the patriarch that a lot of credit is given to him. Mm-hmm. In terms of, uh, obviously, discussing the show and you know things like that. He's one of the most important characters. Yeah. But I think that ultimately, he he just doesn't do enough that's... that's interesting and i think hughes is 
Also, like, although she's very sympathetic, she's also relatively one note. And I think her only real good um, interaction is obviously with, with really with Carson. Um, Dude, she overcame cancer on the show. She did, but a lot of people overcame a lot of things on the show. So, I mean, yeah. ultimately, I, I'm, Hughes was sort of forgettable. So I'm I'm going to have to go with Cora and Barrow. Wow. Um, you picked on that one. correctly. Oh, boy. If I could just say Cora, I think, is very underrated. Um, I did not like her at all when the show began, and as the show went on, I liked her more and more. And I really, I couldn't say the same same thing about Barrow. Although ultimately, it's well, you also told us Barrow is your favorite character, so he is because I think it's he he's an interesting look at how the culture of the time you know dealt with homosexuality and things like that. But I think between you know Robert and Hughes and Cora and Barrow, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to have to go with Cora and Barrow. All right, that, that's why that I'm was here. an exciting. Exciting round. Yeah. So on to the semifinals. Yeah. <laughs> what do we got? On the Haxby side. Yep. Violet and Jimmy. Okay. Versus the Sons of Anarchy. Brand, Son, and Carson. Hmm. Well, okay. So we already talked about how Violet and Jimmy can interact. I feel like... So Violet, I feel like, was instrumental in getting Branson to kind of be part of the family. She kind of was there to kind of, like, encourage people. Yeah, she can kind of put Branson in his place. Yeah, like, let him in. Let him know where he he belongs. Um, She was very important for that. But on the flip Uh, side, Carson has this, you know, all the power over Jimmy. It's true. That is true. But can you really control Jimmy when he's snogging in the other rooms and stuff? Yeah, he's in the boot room. Snogging, boot scooting boogie over there. Oh, Jimmy can't be stopped. And then even then, like you know, where was Carson when Barrow was making moves on Jimmy? He didn't do anything. And then you know, Jimmy was Jimmy had the power to get rid of Barrow because Carson was afraid of what Jimmy was going to reveal because it would bring scandal upon the house. So I think Jimmy could still play that card over Carson if he wanted to. Violet and Jimmy is a very interesting pair. Yeah. I'm, uh, well, I guess if it's Car- Carson against Jimmy, mm-hmm. it's James. Oh, that's true. It is James. Yeah, that's what he needs to be known yeah, as. Yeah. This is interesting. Branson and Carson is just a powerhouse team, though. Yeah. Branson's rise is, Bran- he's it's tr- meteoric. He's inspiration. Yeah. He's the Daniel Bryan and Carson is Kane. But I feel like there are people who can be put in check. Like, the authority will hold them back. So he's corporate Kane. He is like cor- well, yeah. Carson is definitely corporate Kane. Yeah. And then yeah, Branson is definitely Dale O'Brien, who's the corporation saying no, no, you can't be the champion because you're Irish. And Dale O'Brien's not Irish, but either way, same analog. I think they're. I think Violet holds too much weight to ever let them advance. And Jimmy has a little little card he can play on Carson. A little. It's just so baffling that Jimmy is being discussed in this way over Carson. He could bring scandal upon the house. Or am I misremembering this? Am I misremembering? No, no. no. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Carson. I forget if Carson is involved in that interaction, but he's he definitely wants their he he wants to resign when they find out he's a juggler. So he <laughs> thinks everything will destroy the reputation of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where where are you leaning? You leaning the Dowager and Jimmy? Yeah, I mean, also the other thing when Jimmy broke his wrist the other week. All Carson had to do, all he had to fall back on was Mosley in the house or whatever. So, like, imagine how important Jimmy is to the house where if he falls down. Yeah, but he's a softy. He slipped and he's, I can't, I can't lift anything. It's true. That's true. You will well, lift that, it if you must, That is true. James. Jimmy is really weak, whereas Branson is yoked. Oh, he, he that is, is true. <laughs> the X Factor is those abs. <laughs> he has a lot of abs. And he's yeah. riddled with guilt But currently. then Jimmy does have abs. They're just oh, not. Oh, 
That's true. That's true. But he's not as jacked as Branson is, though. And you know Carson could throw down in the cricket game. That is true. He really was good at cricket. <laughs> but then Violet has just got... Violet is, a, is Vince McMahon. She's got a big purse. She's Vince McMahon. Yeah. She she has the finals. I, I'm going to give it to Violet and Jimmy, I think, at the end of the day. I can't say no to Branson and Carson. You can't say no to those abs. That's what it is, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's team hell no. Am I, am I jumping in here? Yeah, you oh, have yeah. to. We need to. Lick is cutting All in. right, well, I think uh, Branson and Carson wins it. Really? Oh, come on, man. This is, you're just sitting with Dave. I'm not. Because well, you've known him longer than me by a year. That, that is true. <laughs> but I think Jimmy is just ultimately is too weak. You know, I just don't think I don't think the Violet. I don't think that Violet can hold up his weaknesses. Okay. In terms of how this competition works. And he, um, he is a he's a he's a player, but he's yeah. he's he has yet to do much. Yeah. He's all yeah. reputation. You I know, know who he is? Oh, I had him. He's like the Miz. Who Jimmy? Jimmy? Yeah. Oh, he's all talk. He's all, but when it comes, you know, he he don't touch the money maker. I'm just I'm just feeling bad that we're gonna miss out on a tussle between uh, a rematch between Barrow and Jimmy in the in the finals where they could finally engage again. Barrow, uh, well, that's assuming that they make it that far, right? Well, that moves on to our next round back at Dunningle. Uh, yeah, so the winner officially, Branson and Carson, the Suns move forward because of Alec. Did you know uh, Alan Leach? Uh, his character was originally supposed to be from Yorkshire. But then Julian Fellows saw him, um, you know, uh, audition, that's oh. the word, uh, as an Irishman. And then mm-hmm. he changed the character completely to be from Ireland. Wow. You see, this and is and threw in all the politics from like Irish na- and nationalism and things like that. Huh. So I think ultimately uh, Branson is a, an awesome character. And uh, despite the fact that I think Carson's kind of overrated, I think, you know. They, Carson's overrated. Beat- Carson, wow. Carson, Carson, well, Carson being overrated is like saying that John Cena's overrated. It's like. It's, yeah, he's overrated, yeah. but he's great. Fair. I, listen, I like Carson. I just think he's a little bit overrated. All right, because uh, you know he's he's got a funny voice. Next round, Cora, the semifinals of the Dun Eagle side. Yeah, let's do it. Corin Barrow versus Rose and Daisy. Okay, Rose and Daisy is so interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they attract a lot of men, but they're not going to attract Barrow. Rose and Daisy are like the the up and comers. Yeah, they're like. You know who Rose and Daisy are like? A young Cora? No. They're like the Undisputed Era. They're little scrappers. Okay. You don't think they're going to get it, yeah, yeah. but they get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're the waves of change in the house. Oh, yeah. But Cora, she's got the money. You know, it's not Grantham. It's her family who had the money that he yeah, squandered. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then she's got like ties to New York, so she could like bust some kneecaps, I bet, if she wanted to. And Barrow could bury Daisy with any like kind of like she had a crush on him. Yeah, and he 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 broke her heart. I Barrow has one over on Daisy. Like if she ever wanted to step to him, he will make her hurt. But he also tried to use her feelings, and she was like, "I'm not playing that game anymore." Because Patmore helped her out. Yeah, she needed she needed an outside ring help to get to win that one over. So was Patmore going to run in and help uh, Rose and Daisy? Yes. I don't know about that. That's the X factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like Cora can easily tell Rose, like, you're not going to London. You're going to stay in this house. Like, she has that. Like, Rose is too young to really mm-hmm. assert herself over mm-hmm. Cora. Cora. Cora is... A boss. Yeah. She is Sasha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Barrow is... Uh... Sasha Banks, to clarify. That's who Cora is. Barrow's somebody else. Yeah. Who's Barrow? He's manipulative. He's Kevin Owens. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. 
But, and then Rose is just like Bailey. You think? Yeah, like a, a positive person. Daisy, this might not work currently, but Daisy's like old pre pre like hot streak Becky Lynch. Sure. She's like she's nice. Reliable. Yeah. Good hand. Awesome. Yeah. But not always used right. No, I think Korg Barrow go over easy here. Yeah. I think, I I'm, think I'm on board. Yeah, they keep them in line. So on to the finals. Oh, it's a BC versus the C B. The Suns, Branson, Carson versus Cora and Barrow. All right. So, how does this work? Okay. Well, I, again, Carson works for Cora. Can he? Can he? You know, not listen to her or not follow her orders. She immediately. She could fire him mm-hmm. immediately. So, like, Carson doesn't hold anything over Cora. But Carson is sort of incorruptible to Barrow. Barrow can't get one over on him. It's true. Carson is the glass ceiling that Barrow just cannot break through. Yeah. And Barrow resents Branson for getting that role of, uh, you know, chauffeur. like, Or he has to be a valet to him or whatever. It's like he, he resents that a little bit. But nowadays, Barrow did have a strong attachment to Lady Sybil. Yeah, that's and true. Branson, you know, that's his woman. So you think Barrow just can't do anything evil to Branson because, like... He loved ba- Lady Sybil. Oh, no. I think li- he's capable of... Do- he did t- bad things to the Bates family. Yeah. A week after they secured him his job and helped him get one over on O'Brien. Yeah. Like, he is... He is... He's pure evil. Let's put it in perspective, though. Barrow has to put on Branson's pants every day. What? Right? He's his, he's his footman, right? I don't think so. Who does Barrow work Barrow's for? Barrow's the underbutler. I thought he worked for... Who works for Branson? Who's his butler? Who's his under? They don't show. I thought it was Barrow. No, Barrow's above rank. He's higher ranking than that. He's the under butler. Don't, don't you remember? Because Bates goes out and he says the only way that uh, Barrow can keep his job when Bates get out of, gets out of jail mm-hmm. is if they make Barrow a higher rank. And, yeah. So, and that's how he keeps his job. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, I do. <laughs> By the way, he still resents Branson for getting getting in power or whatever. Well, he resents everybody because he's a mean man, and that negativity. But the fact that fuels he, him. he started even lower than Barrow, and he like has climbed higher than him. Even yeah. if he doesn't put his pants on, he still there's one man wearing the pants in this situation, and it ain't Barrow. It's Branson. It's Branson. <laughs> but then again, Branson is easily corruptible because he's got people like Edna trying to like clot him to like bring him back That's down. That's true. He swayed away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cora is. Is interesting because she's she at this point in the show where we are, mm-hmm. I feel like her effectiveness is like she she's a side player. Yeah, she doesn't really make forward motion. She does things like invite Tony Gillingham to a party without telling anybody. That's her mm-hmm. highlight of an episode. Yeah, and that does not fall on the character as much as it falls on Julian Fellows. But when she wants things, she's like Robert, you get over here right Robert, now. It is time for me to kill Branson. And she'll do it. She'll do it. I also like how much Barrow just gets under Carson's skin and that, like, it just the, the disgusts him so much with his lifestyle that it could, like, drive Carson away. Like, oh, this vile man. I like that idea. I, that's a very classic pro wrestling trope that is very offensive in 2018. <laughs> hey, Carson said it himself. Like, I don't want to think about what you do. Mm. You said it. It's what Carson said. <laughs> But Carson wants out of your mouth from like, the mouth of babes. All right, but Carson, uh, you know, didn't miss Pat Moore say like uh, somebody makes her 
shiver all over. And then Mr. Uh, Carson's like, oh, what a very disturbing thought. He just doesn't <laughs> want to, he, he doesn't want to think about anything. That's, and you know who yeah, else is uncomfortable? He was burned in, a, in his face mm-hmm. when it's in his family home. Mm-hmm. Kane. <laughs> what? Branson? Or no, Carson? Kane is oh. Either Car- way, Branson is also, he, he, does, he can't go back to his home. He can't go back to Ireland. He's, he's without a home, really, but he's made a home at Downton. So what, where, where are you falling on this? I think Cora doesn't do enough for me. I'm mm. siding Branson and Carson. I know, because you love those two. I like the sons. The Forgotten Sons. I think you're not giving enough credit to Barrow scheming and Cora being the head of the household. It's Cora and Brett Barrow. Oh, so we got to tag in the... Oh, no. Yeah. Well, this is a tough one. It is. It's a I, pickle. I went to, went to bat for both of these teams. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, I think ultimately my gut is telling me Branson and Carson. It's just because they're two men. That's that's not that's not true at all. <laughs> that's not I def- true. I defended Cora. I defended yeah. Cora like ten minutes ago. Barrow's did, your boy. He, he speaks very highly of Cora. I think Branson, um, Branson and Carson are dissimilar, but I think as a team. They're very strong, they're very strong contenders. I just don't think Cora and Barrow are good enough as a team. If we're talking about like the the structure yeah, of how the structure good. of how, this but they works. did also get that woman fired quick because their effectiveness. Danny West, yeah, yeah, but she was anybody would have fired her. Though. And also, he helped to get. Uh, she was a extremely negative character. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not really episode. that's not really saying anything yeah. to to either of them. Barrow's just gonna scheme. Anyway. Who would win in a fight, Barrow or Branson? Oh, that would be a good fight. That would. Oh, I mean, Branson's Irish. Branson would kill him, but <laughs> I don't think they're, they're just born knowing knowing how to kill people, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, come on, man. So Car- you're going to give it to Carson and Barrow, like a charming Charlie, Branson like Carson and, Branson. and Carson, cheer, cheerful Charlie, a cheerful Charlie, a former juggler. Hey, this is this is the finals, man. I mean, I I like Cor and Barrow. This is equivalent of like the the juggalo ICP when the Saint Clown Posse was in WWE. You're, you're giving it to Carson. Oddities? Yeah. No. Yeah, that's False. that's that's well, Carson's true self. Yeah. Bates and Ghost Sybil. Yep. What's the movie where the where Zac Efron has sex with a ghost? Oh, oh, Charlie St. Cloud. That movie is so, ridiculous. So Branson in the winner's box is Charlie St. Cloud and Ghost Sybil. So he's he's with his wife having sex and ghost. ghost yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I, I Man, these on. metaphors are insane. <laughs> you got to watch Charlie St. Cloud. That movie is Do insane. I have to? Though? Yeah. No, okay. actually, uh, it will make you laugh right, a lot. Fair enough. Yeah. So that was, that's it. Carson and Branson go into the, the winner's box. did not powerful expect this team. at all. Very powerful. Yeah. So that's, that's that. That's so, but, round two. You know, we're talking a lot of wrestling. You might not be a wrestling fan. Corey, do you have any wrestling matches that you would recommend to non-fans that say like, these guys are so invested in Downton and also invested in this thing that I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. What would you recommend to a non-wrestling fan? Is there anything on the top of your head? Well, it, it'd probably be offensive today, but if you really want the soap opera, if you really want the full soap, I'm going to go with the one, you're a fan of this one, Dave. It's the custody match between Rey Mysterio oh, that's great. And, and, Eddie Guerrero. and Eddie Guerrero. I went to a, a SmackDown taping in Bridgeport. Mm-hmm. In the middle of that feud, and it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, so uh, I'm your poppy. Yeah, Eddie Guerrero claimed to be the father of Rey Mysterio's child, and would sit in the ring saying, "I'm your poppy," while telling bedtime stories for this child. Uh, and this led to a, a ladder match where they hung the custody papers for the child above the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want me to spoil what happens? 
Yeah, I mean, it's wrestling, you know? Like, yeah. It's fun. It, it, Rey so, Mysterio gets the rights back to his son. Yeah, because his son interferes because he doesn't want Eddie Guerrero as his father. He hits Eddie Guerrero on the nuts, and Rey Mysterio gets to retain the rights to his son. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, you see, like, pro wrestling is really corny, but just, in, Alec, you're, you're kind of a novice pro wrestling fan. Like, would you agree it's like, at its best, it is captivating? Yeah, it's a, it has a lot of similarities to Downton Abbey when you, when you, when you come down to the, like, the, the fundamentals of it, mm-hmm. you know, there's, uh, scandals and people hating each other and there's heels. Yeah. And, you know, baby faces and, Mm-hmm. Things like that. Yeah. I think uh, in, in for wrestling, if if you're a Downton Abbey fan and you want to give one match a shot, mm-hmm. I think the match to watch is NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Okay. Sasha Banks versus Bayley. Uh, I mm-hmm. feel like Downton fans skew female. And yeah. I think a lot of people that are unfamiliar with the WWE think that female wrestling is still very derogatory and they're all fitness it's models not, with implants and stuff. It's not like that at watch all anymore. Sasha Banks and Bayley are... Two incredible performers, and mm-hmm. it's an awesome match. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube for free. Probably. It's one of the most acclaimed matches of the decade. So, Oh, yeah. Excellent yeah. match. I highly recommend it. Yeah. So that, so you can watch for the all all things soapy, watch mm-hmm. Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio for yeah. the custody of Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> By the way, I'd love uh, if WWE hired Julian Fellows. I think that would be... I mean, he's already done school. Had, I feel like he'd be good. They he'd had good Freddie Prince Jr. writing for them. Yeah, so they had some yeah. Hollywood writers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that about does it for this week. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Alec, for coming on. Yeah, anytime. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next week. I hope uh, you're putting your tree up. You know, you're getting ready yeah. for the holiday. Down sweet, down I hope you enjoy your ornament. I know I am enjoying the same ornament. Mm-hmm. And uh, catch you next time. Yeah, bye. Lord's Grantham. All the good stuff came where like everything really just there was a lot of follow up that was just fun and just saucy and also bad. Just a lot of good stuff. A lot of yeah. It's a lot a of good soap opera. A lot of yeah. peak Downton. To- totally. This is Down Abbey in full effect, if you ask me. This yeah. episode is definitely that. Uh any any notable quotes from this episode? Uh yeah. Um let me take a look through my book. Mm-hmm. Uh Daisy describes one more moment of sadness and I'll be sad for the rest of my days. If she got that from Alfred. Okay, Daisy, move on. Barrow says in the beginning when everyone's sort of recovering that awkward breakfast, he says, what's the matter with everyone this merry morn? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's real chipper. Yeah, and Carson's just like, oh, you know, it's always weird to be that merry in the morning. Yeah. <laughs>
Something's funny with him. It's yeah. the devil. Yeah. Um, Gillingham says to Mary about the proposal when she says she's still got the the the. Mary has this really good like repeated line where she says her head is still filled with Matthew. Mm-hmm. That was and, the first time also like we heard Matthew all episode like they're getting away from having to mention his name every episode. Mm-hmm. And Gillingham says he's dead. I'm alive. <laughs> if there's a way to win someone over, that that gets you bonus points for sure. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Isabel in uh, the Violet says in regards to Isabel's like making the mend and making peace with Gilliam, mm-hmm. she says uh, there are some moments where her virtue demands admiration, and I mm. agree. Yeah, because we're hard on Isabel because she is very self righteous, but mm-hmm. that's uh, you know, every now and again you got to tip your hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally true. And I have one more from. Well, there's a Carson says a business of the business of life is acquisition of memories. In the end, that's all there is. It's kind of bleak. <laughs> and well, I have two more actually. Uh, Bates, Bates says whatever is going on with Anna has to be his fault because Anna is incapable of fault. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, but yeah. uh, yeah. And to bring it back around to last episode, there's a part where. Mary says to Gilliam that everyone in Downton is stuck in school, yeah. which was the exact same analogy that Branson made about Mary's kind of people. <laughs> you just sometimes never get out of school. Yeah. Uh, lot, I had to rewind a lot this episode. There was a lot of like good quotes and mm-hmm. stuff going on. Um, let, let's, uh, let's break into the power rankings. Who do you got on the bottom? Number three is Bates. Me too. I agree. He thinks he did something wrong. It's just kind of similar to to Branson. He thinks he did something wrong too, but Bates is more like I had to have done something wrong. Yeah, she's incapable of fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number two, Edna. Edna, same. She lost her job. Agreed. Yeah, <laughs> and she failed marriage plot. She yeah yeah. She her true character was revealed. Yeah, and number one, Anna. She's still yeah, on the recovery. Yeah, I, it kind of wrote itself. Yeah, she, she's not doing well. Yeah. How about you? Well, who's up? Who's up for you? Number three. Number three is Branson. Yeah. He dodged a bullet. Yeah. He can no. click his feet. Yeah. It, it's and important. he's a racist. <laughs> That's ironic. True. He can't be a racist. Because he's Irish. Everyone's racist to him. Yeah. Yeah. But he gets it. He gets it. Yeah. He wins. Yeah. Uh, number three, I have Edith. Okay. Edith is my number two. Oh, well, Branson's my number two. Okay. <laughs> Easy yeah. enough. Yeah. 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 That's very agreeable. Yeah. Keeping it. Well, who's number one then? Uh, Wait, well, why why is Edith so high for you? Because they got you it. Know, you know, she, she, oh, we do know. We do. Number one, I have Hughes. Me too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> really? Because Hughes is really instrumental this week in a lot of ways. She gets Branson in the clear. She gets that nice frame for uh, for Carson. She's also there for Anna to like give some support and stuff. Mm-hmm. She's very much making She's vital. Yeah. She is throwing like some hail marys in the passes are being caught. She is incredibly important this week. To the upstairs and the downstairs. Yeah, for sure. Well, if you're thinking about a really good team mm-hmm. for your uh, Downton Abbey Mixed Match Challenge suggestion. Hughes is a good one to put on there. Hughes. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that wraps up. There's a, we, there, we said a lot this week. We got to think about things. <laughs> we got to review the episode before this one and see what happened with Branson. Yeah. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to all. We're kicking off the holiday season. Yeah. And you know what's coming up in a month? What's that? Our one-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. What do you want to do? Something big. Okay. Something big is coming for our one-year anniversary. You got to figure it out. You got any ideas? Is there anything you guys want? Has anybody been riding with us since day one? 
People want us to see us drink that wine. I know they want us to Ooh, change. Ooh, that's so. a good idea. Ring in the new year with some Downton Abbey wine. Yeah. Hopefully we can get that one up because our uh, our convention that we are going to to hopefully have our panel mm-hmm. is like right after New Year. So maybe we'll try to drop that Around a little the- early, a little premature. Bring in the New Year. Yeah. All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your turkey if you're not from America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try to get some of that Thanksgiving dinner. Eat well this week. Eat, mm-hmm. eat some good pie. When I was in London, I had a, a mincemeat pie that was amazing. So mincemeat pie if you can't have turkey. Yeah. Pie is that time of year for pie. So follow us on the Instagram, the Facebook, the Twitter. The Patreon. Patreon, please. If you, if you I heard feel, it on the pod. And heard it on the pod. You know how to find us. Adios. Bye.